Yeah, I think I think there's a lot of structures that are fundamentally eroding and a lot of structures that have created and perpetuated the illusion of safety in our society. And for me, what I come back to is that safety is an illusion. Safety is a perception. Like what is what is safety? Everybody has a different idea of what that is. Some people have to be, you know, financially secure or relationally secure or emotionally secure, but security in and of itself is an illusion and a lot of time it's an it's a limiting illusion and so um i i view it as coming back to myself it's like everything outside of me can be fundamentally eroding and falling apart and collapsing and i can always come back inside of me to find that level of home and inner peace and certainty that that i know i know who i am and i know where i'm going after all of this and all of it is fundamentally an opportunity to go deeper into what I'm learning, growth and advancement. <laughs> that's, that's kind of the gist. In a matter of days, the entire world went into lockdown. Workers sent home, restaurants, shops, markets closed. The streets were deserted. It was a forced stoppage of almost everything, except ideas. Presenting the Up Levels, fascinating quarantine conversations with young thought leaders from around the world. How do we use this time to reflect, consider, and forge a bold plan forward? How do we up level to a better normal? It's a shared global experience and the largest opportunity for collective empathy and understanding. Streaming chats, streaming consciousness, a celebration of the ascension of purpose, spirit, and dreams. Welcome to the Up Levels. background uh, born and raised in Colorado and I recently moved out to Santa Barbara and so I have I, I was out here in July and I have made an entire transition in my life to say no to all of the things that weren't serving me anymore including my job of five years I was working in a finance occupation traveling a lot for for Dell computers and I said no to Colorado and Denver, a city that I wasn't um, really in tune with anymore. And so in saying no to so much, I am, have landed here in Santa Barbara. I have a beautiful backyard. I have two of my best friends are my roommates. My boyfriend is right next door. And so for me in this moment, it seems like I've cultivated over the past year and a half or longer a complete dream situation and so it's not to make light of what's happening around the world deep compassion for everything that's happening but my personal quarantine situation is uh stellar stellar beyond compare <laughs> i have my favorite people i have nature i've been working remotely for the past like three to five years and so it's it's um very much more the same for me thank you again for participating it's wonderful to have you yeah of course 
Um, so we want to ask you, how do you see the world that you're stepping into right now? Uh, what, and you can think about it in any way you want, but we'd also be curious about what things you're grateful for and what things cause you the most concerns. I would say the world that we're stepping into right now on a personal level and a collective level is one of a lot of a lot of new structures and a whole new way of being and a whole up-leveled way of being and so i see it as a time of immense opportunity um and i i look at things from i i've been very immersed lately into uh spiritual psychology through the university of santa monica and if we really look at what's happening on earth through that lens it's like how is all of this happening for us for mm -hmm. our greatest learning growth and advancement and I really take that to heart and for me personally about three years ago I hit a wall with what I could do on let's say a goal line what I could do in my career what I could do in my personal life what I could do in my relationships without taking a really deep dive into my inner world and getting really clear about who I am and what this all is and where I come from and so I feel like with that lens, all of this challenge in the environment is really an opportunity to step into greater levels of compassion and connectedness and interconnectedness at the most fundamental levels. <laughs> and so for me, it's a, it's a huge opportunity to really take things up into the next level, come from more of a premise of unconditional love. Um, that's how I see it. Um, and my experience is that in, in diving deep inside myself and getting really clear what works for me in, in casual relationships, what works for me in terms of the depth of friendships that I'm wanting to pull into my life, this decision to, to stand in my integrity and what I'm, what I'm really wanting to, to pull out of my life has allowed me to create some of the deepest, most profound, beautiful relationships of, of all of time that I've, that I've been able to create my entire life. And so it's such a beautiful thing for me to step back and acknowledge what has come into my field by um, deeply committing to my own inner work and deeply committing to uh, saying no to things that don't work. one level it's really exciting to see for me personally um everyone just stopped for a moment and i think this is the secret sauce to really get into a level of awareness that can bring out more opportunity for conscious choice i think in the busyness and in the just the cycle the treadmill of how life tends to go and and this can be for you know any individual no matter where they're at what in, what reality is really operating for them i think the time to just to just be still and cultivate a deeper level of silence within and a deeper level of reflection on what's happening allows huge opportunity for people to kind of sauce out in their mind okay this is really really working and this is this is not working so when i go back i'm not going to take with me what's not working and so i i invite 
I invite profound levels of reflection during this time. And so that we can get really conscious about what we're going back to and, and just very consciously choose to leave behind what we're not going back to. And maybe that looks like the stress of, um, the stress of, you know, daily life. A friend and I were talking this morning about what is prioritizing look like? So in the field of productivity, prioritizing is like, you know, if you're going to eat a frog, eat the biggest one first. And so it's all about like being a unit of production. But if you were going to return to being a unit of production, is that your highest level of being? If you come back to like being, you know, a, a love vibrant being, being, you know, the essence of someone, of, of who someone is. So say they're, you know, the life of the party or they are, you know, deep inspiration or whatever that is, instead of coming back and being a unit of production, why don't you come back and be the essence of who you were meant to be? I believe that a leader can only serve its customers and, and its team to the depth that it can, that he or she can serve themselves. And that might look like self-care, self-care to the level that, you know, the, the person is facing fear and, and not afraid to feel difficult difficult emotions, not afraid to confront difficult scenarios, not afraid to listen and hold space for those that are having a challenging time, a difficult time. I feel like a leader, a leader can really serve in this time uh, by clearing out capacity in themselves to, to serve and hold space for a huge transition of everybody coming out of this place and you know with, with whatever energy that is like oh my gosh i'm so glad this is over like whether it's relief or or terror a lot of people are not <laughs> comfortable with change and so how do we navigate change um i have a lot of people talking right now about the new normal like if the, if things were to never go back to normal what does the new normal look like and a leader at this time it's like really how do we serve the the new normal how do we invite people out of this scenario that we're currently in into an up-leveled way of being and so i think it's tremendous opportunity for the leader in that way the topic of intergenerational sharing is so valuable and so important. And what I find is that a lot of my friend circles right now are intergenerational in nature. And so it's, it's a, a beautiful premise to come from how can we help? How can we help? How can we help? Um, for me personally, and I don't know if I can speak for the entire generation or not, but me personally, I find tremendous value in having conversations of, I've done this before. This is what I've done. This is what worked. This is what didn't work. Because for me, I run it through a filter of like, oh, okay, that's what worked then. And I'm just noticing that potentially that's not going to work anymore. Like, what do you think about this? And how we how we kind of check out our realities with each other. Um, it's, it's so interesting because times have fundamentally changed in so many ways and there's perennial wisdom in everything that's ever gone on ever. And so it's, it's also valuable and it all has a place. And so for me, there, there's tremendous value in the conversation to, to, to be in 
just the conversation of this is this is what I'm offering. How can I help? This is what you're doing. I hear you. I see you. How can I help? I'm a in human design. I'm a projector, and so I don't know if, if there's resonance on what that is. But I there's there's a way in which. I respond to an invitation and it's different for different types, but Mm -hmm. I respond to invitations. And so when I have an invitation, an invitation to come on a video cast, for example, Mm -hmm. it's something that, that um, I feel immediately connected into. And that's, it's such a powerful way for me to be engaged. Mm -hmm. And so to, to have an invitation is really meaningful for me. And I imagine vice versa, if there's anything that I could, you know, pull you into or, or get your opinion on, or, um, just creating connection, creating connection as opposed to separation. That would be, it's like, I feel an energetic between some of the intergenerational sharing and it's, it's young people of all ages and wise people of all ages and, (laughs) you know, categories of the like. And so, you know, how I really hold this is we've never seen this before, but how do we be with this in, in a way that's most trusting and and loving and connected and supportive of each other and it's it's less about okay what do we do how can how how do we do this thing i think that will definitely arise it'll rise in a way of of means of inspiration it'll arise in a way of like how can we serve at a greater level and so the other day Eve shared with us she was launching this video cast and we were there to be in celebration with Eve for this thing that is inspired. And so it's, it's little things like that. I feel like there will be a lot of very organic inspiration coming up. And when that comes up and when it's shared, then that's where the group field is like, okay, how can we serve? How can mm-hmm. we support? How can we create momentum out of something that is you know, heartfelt and service oriented? In, in past situations, it's like, okay, if there's an obligation, like we have to do something and we have to do it in a certain way and there's these structures to do something, then, it's, then it can be exceptionally limiting. And, and in, in facing this, it's never happened before. So why don't we choose the new way? We can consciously choose into the new way. And in a joyous way, in a collaborative way, in a very heart-centered, soul-centered, attuned way, and and I think it's interesting because you know there's there's a level of trust that I've invested in certain um, certain structures, say the stock market, and there's a level of awareness that I've had around you know what those structures are doing, how they're behaving, a level of awareness on on how this kind of stuff is operating, and so inside of this I can come to a place of common, I can make a conscious choice. Um, and whether that's, you know, to, to pull my investment temporarily in cash and not, not take the downside or, you know, there's, there's always an opportunity for conscious choice of how to handle the things that are happening. But it's like, it's like, I don't put trust into these things are going to create safety. It's almost like I put trust in like things are going to do what they're going to do. And that trust into like these things are happening for, for me, not against me. I think the strongest voices and the strongest inner wisdom will speak through the silence. And so to really utilize the silence, really take it and, and make the most of it, I think absolutely that's my recommendation. 
Jeff and Jeffrey, I will just say you're welcome. <laughs> a high bar being set now. I don't. Uh, I don't know. I feel bad for the other people. Yeah, really. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's so sweet. It's been a joy to be with you three. Thank you so much.